0: They called us deplorables. We're
1: not gonna take it.
0: They shut down our country.
1: We ain't gonna take it. They say
0: our thoughts are disinformation. This is our response, The Rob Carson Show.
2: It is Rob Carson Show. It's already Wednesday, uh, almost halfway through September. Can you believe it? The uh, election is coming up. Less than two months away, and there has to be hell to pay with regard to uh, Joe Biden and the Democrats' uh, destruction of America. And I do mean that with every ounce of my being Uh, I've got a ton of stuff I want to share with you with regard to the FBI, which is now officially dead to me, Uh, and I think also a good good friend of mine is a talk show host, James Chris Plant. He's a really great guy, and uh, for his entire life... He has been a, a patriotic person. He has always believed in Ephraim Zimblis Jr.'s version of the FBI. The FBI, a Quinn Martin production, which many baby boomers uh, and some Gen Xers had uh, kind of uh, said, hey, yeah, you know what, they're, they're the good people out there. They're fighting the criminals. They're doing all this. We find out in the last couple of weeks, and today in particular, that the FBI is done The FBI, as it is right now, must be figuratively blown up and reinvented. After that, we go after the IRS. After that, we go after the DHS. After that, the CDC and the HHS. The swamp is more rotten than we could have ever, ever imagined. And then to add insult to injury, as always, to add another indignity, to effectively, uh, like some people used to do when their dog would pee in the house, they'd rub their nose in it, you know? That's what Joe Biden's doing to us. He's leaving the mess, then he's rubbing our noses in it. And yesterday he did that with a glorified version of the White House Easter egg hunt. While you are suffering... While 35% of you say with one job 40 hours a week, you can't pay your rent, you can't pay for your groceries, and you can't pay for your utilities, where you can't fill your car with gas, where many of you are having to come out of retirement to work, where many of you are having to work two and three jobs, Joe Biden hires a washed-up, hot AC balladeer named James Taylor. And he comes, I guess he's performing bar mitzvahs and uh, birthdays now, James Taylor. And uh, James Taylor comes to the White House. And literally, as we watch the stock market tank, as we get more bad news about inflation that is killing all of our families, all of the possibilities of maybe having a vacation, uh, the interest rates to uh, adjusting interest rates upward to stem the inflation, just like Jimmy Carter, by the way, just like Jimmy Carter, they never learned a damned thing. But the same thing is happening, and Joe Biden hires James Taylor to come out and sing a song to the crowd. The sycophants are getting paid off by Joe Biden. Special guests, as you suffer, enjoy your hamburger helper without
1: the hamburger. Just yesterday evening on the White House lawn. Inflation reduction was a silly thing. As Jim Gossett, not James Taylor. I woke up this morning and I rewrote this song. Let me tell you how it really seems Whoa, it seems Biden has no brain. He says stupid things. That his staff cannot explain. <laughs> when you hear Joe speak, you think that he's insane. Well he was mad yesterday. We'll share the audio. In the office, he can't remain. Yeah, he gotta go. Gotta go. Inflation reduction. How is that working out? Not so good shot up like hunter just the other day (laughs) why did i go there and prop up this farce ignore the truth and look the other way i hear they had balloon animals there yesterday whoa it seems biden has no brain he gave a speech that i thought would never end Say, Joe, resign if I really was his friend. Not going to
2: the White House again. Yeah. It uh, doesn't get any more tone deaf than that, to be quite honest. I guess that'd be the only thing that isn't uh, uh, going wrong with Joe Biden. Brain doesn't work. I guess ears are the next thing. But uh, even CNN yesterday, as they're covering this, this uh, I, I don't even know what it was. It, we, it was like, um, I guess, uh, throwing a party at a funeral. Joe Biden does this, and and this is so Soviet. I mean, it's just, it's, I mean, come on, it's dear leader stuff. It's dear leader stuff. It really is. Yesterday, CNN literally is watching the stock market tank on uh, news that inflation is really, really, really high and people are suffering. And Joe Biden, uh, you know, and CNN literally has to do a split screen showing the Dow plummeting while Joe Biden is espousing his glorious, the dear leader's glorious economy. provided i can get it to play here we go hold on one second hold okay. on there it is
3: okay you're listening
2: there let's, let's too, start let's let's start it again here we go here it is one more time come on
4: Hey, you're listening there, there to President Biden at the White House. He's celebrating the passage of the Inflation Reduction Act. He says that he's been fighting big pharma for decades. Um, but there is this unfortunate split screen right now with the Dow taking a total beating down more than 1,200 points. And so it feels like uh, it's hard to be celebratory for some people in the crowd.
2: Yeah, yeah, because things are really terrible, actually. Things are uh, really, really bad, and they're about to get a whole lot worse. You know Why? because it looks like we're going to have a rail strike. There's a real possibility that uh, we're going to have a rail strike Starting on Friday, now you're thinking, oh, well, son of a gun, I won't be able to get my Vitamix blender that I've been saving up for 50 years at Costco. It costs $400, which, by the way, I have. I've been wanting to save up for one of those forever. <clears throat> Still haven't got it. Can't justify the spending. Anyway, the uh, Biden, uh, the biggest looming crisis you've heard almost nothing about, this is in the National Review. It's a ticking time bomb, if you will. Uh, and it's starting at 12.01 uh, a.m. on Friday. That's uh, midnight, by the way little after midnight, about a day and a half from now, it looks like there isn't a new uh, labor deal between freight rail union and employers, and the U.S. economy will be derailed. And and if you think this is bad, oh, it's going to get a lot worse. And this is kind of why I'm thinking maybe some people uh, who are working in the dark are trying to bring down the country, I think it's fairly obvious now. If you look at the southern border, if you look at every decision that Joe Biden has made, supposedly to uh, make the economy better with increased spending and BS and, uh, and hiring 87,000 new IRS agents, among other things, what the hell does that have to do with the freaking economy? It doesn't have a thing to... Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to use uh, a pejorative there, because uh, some people get mad when I sound words that sound like they might almost be nasty. whatever anyway freaking there you go i said it get over it so anyway uh there may be 11th hour deal but uh if it doesn't in fact happen it looks like you're going to see norfolk southern closing all gates to intermodal traffic which means that uh, multiple modes of transportation such as rail ship aircraft and truck will effectively stop in north america Now, there's a real problem with this because, uh, well, uh, crude oil comes on the rail, by the way, because, you know, Joe Biden got rid of the uh, Keystone XL pipeline. Uh, Then there's a natural gas, liquids, refined products, petrochemicals, plastics transported by rail. The disruption in the freight rail is likely to spur a gas price increase again, by the way. And let's not forget about coal. I don't know if you knew this, but uh, where I live right now, and chances are where you live right now, uh, your electric car, your Virtue signaling uh, EV is running on uh, fossil fuels, including coal and natural gas. And guess what? It looks like uh, 55,000 carloads of coal a week will cease this Friday. Yeah. There's, there's that, by the way. So a little bit of that going on, and uh, and it looks like uh, this is going to, uh, well, let's just say this. Uh, fan meek feces, feces meet fan. Now, I've got this wonderful article here in front of me. This would be the third article I've read in the last couple of days about the uh, freight rail strike. And this would be under the auspices of the Transportation Department in our country. And uh, oddly enough, we have a, an adorable, he is an adorable, he's adorbs. He is a Pete Buttigieg is the uh, the transportation secretary. He apparently is transphobic because he's afraid of transportation. But uh, Pete Buttigieg is not in the public spotlight. The secretary of transportation has been charged with transportation, including rail, freight rail, uh, is not mentioned in the article at all. And I kind of wonder why that is. <clears throat> well, number one, I think that uh, there's a real good chance that this is intentional. All right? I know it sounds conspiratorial, but look at everything else. And then look at what happened yesterday with the FBI and the Durham report. And, oh, boy, you want to talk about feces hitting the fan. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo! But also, Pete Bootygig, they're talking about... I'm sorry, I keep mispronouncing his name. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, Pete Bootygig, uh, he... Uh, He is also being uh, kind of, I guess, groomed. That's not a good word. Anyway, groomed to be a presidential candidate eventually. And uh, he's actually, for some odd reason, the Democrats, I guess, a great last hope because he checks a couple boxes. He's adorbs. He's gay. He's married. And he adopted kids. So he's totally adorbs. He has no experience in anything at all. He's... Perfect to go to the White House. So oddly enough, uh, Pete Buttigieg, he's not in the uh, spotlight at all. It's kind of weird that way. Kamala Harris, uh, the only thing she said about the border that she's in charge of that has been a complete catastrophe by design. She said yesterday that, uh, oh, the border's fine. So that kind of adds credence to my thoughts that they're doing this on purpose. And I told you that things were going to get all sorts of ugly before November the 8th. I absolutely believe that. The class of 1968's moist dream of a Marxist utopia is going down in flames. And I even heard Tammy Bruce yesterday say yesterday <clears throat> that, uh, that Democrats, when they are dying, when their administrations are dying, they go out like movie vampires. Yeah, big and ugly and clawing and scratching to drag everyone else into hell with them. So, we got a bunch of stuff to get to. We've already covered a good share of the economy, but we have much more on that. And then we're going to get into two stories from the Durham report that show the FBI hired a Russian agent to dig up dirt on Donald Trump. Then we find out that Nancy Pelosi hung the Capitol Police out to dry on January the 6th. Okay, uh, yeah, uh, feces meat fan, fan meat feces. Phone number is 800 6680 This, my friends, is a very spicy Wednesday edition of the Rob Carson Show.
5: Ah, uh, mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive, sought after, rare, and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.
0: What part of abuses and usurpations do you not understand? It's the Rob Carson Show.
2: By the way, the music you're hearing is a guy named Philip Sace, S-A-Y-C-E. The reason why I bring it up is because uh, I just discovered this guy on Spotify, and he is uh, Jimi Hendrix meets... um meets uh, Lenny Kravitz, meets Stevie Ray Vaughan, uh, guitar player and singer, by the way. Holy hell. So I just wanted to throw that out there in case you're curious, because sometimes I get questions about my uh, bumper music because I I try to keep it updated and I try to keep it fresh. Fresh. Okay, so uh, President uh, Doofy yesterday, he was uh, celebrating the uh, demise of the American economy. Yesterday, he literally held an uh, Easter egg roll in September featuring... uh, You know, James Taylor. I love his version of Steamroller, by the way. For an old white guy, he does a pretty good version of Steamroller. Uh, But otherwise, he just does the foofy songs, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, uh, Fire and Rain. Well, that's the sad song. But, you know, the songs that he does, it's a typical, uh, what they call hot adult contemporary music, which is what I did for about 20 years on the radio. God help me. But here's uh, President Doofy yesterday. He had everything to celebrate. I mean, in his own mind, he had everything to celebrate, but he sounded kind of mad.
3: Think about what you'd think about at the time. Think about how you'd feel if you didn't have the insurance and didn't have the money. It's wrong. It's not who we are.
2: You know know what? It didn't even end there. It, It didn't even end there. He got even madder.
3: The soul of America is vibrant. The future of America is bright. And the promise of America is real. It is real. It is real. Not a joke. Think about it. Think about what you'd think about at the time. To think. That nobody can doubt. Think any think. Nobody can any longer doubt general. that the climate crisis is real. <laughs> you paid for your Social Security. Every single paycheck from the time you were a kid, yeah. you paid for yeah, it. Where is it written that says for... America can't lead in manufacturing? Where is that written? 50 years. We just have to remember who we are. We are the United States of America. There is nothing, nothing, nothing we've ever set our mind to. Nothing that we've not, we not been able to accomplish. Nothing
2: beyond our capacity. Then why are you whizzing on all of that, you, you ignorant old buffoon? Bureaucrat who's been in office for fifty years. All of the problems that were there when he went to office in nineteen seventy-three are still problems and still campaign promises for Democrats. So let's play a little bit of verbal chess here, shall we? Uh, what Joe Biden said there and all of his anger and indignation and what Americans are thinking. And I'm going to go ahead and let a uh, a candidate for uh, for senator in the state of Arizona take it from here. We're
6: with the Green New Deal and the socialists who created it, we're fed up with the attacks on our fossil fuel and energy industries. We're fed up with an open border. We're fed up with human trafficking. We're fed up with fentanyl flooding our country, and we're fed up with illegal immigrants. Kind of
2: make President Doofy's anger moments pale by comparison. <laughs>
6: We're fed up with boys competing in girls' sports. We're fed up with... media twitter facebook google and youtube for blocking conservative speech we're fed up with our government and universities censoring conservative thought cancelling debate and rewriting history we're fed up with the corruption in the fbi the department of homeland security the cia by
2: the way this is harriet hegeman from wyoming i uh, i said arizona that was incorrect the FBI. Yeah, I'm thinking President Doofy and his uh, glorious uh, uh, big lie. We'll just call his entire administration the big lie. They're willing to say that the uh, 2020 election is a big lie, even though, oh, by the way, uh, feces meet fan, fan meet feces. That's going to happen, too, by the way. But, uh, you know, this, this sort of uh, nonsense, this sort of indignity, like what happened yesterday on the White House lawn, despite what you know in your heart is happening in your life, um, let me make a real analogy. Um, Joe Biden's train, uh, is heading down the tracks and, uh, somebody dynamited out the bridge above the, uh, gulch. And, uh, if you want to be on that train, you go right ahead. Cause that's, what's going to happen in November. Huh? <laughs> Let's go to David in Santa Cruz, the home of KSCO, our glorious affiliate there. David, welcome to the show. What's up?
0: Hi, Rob. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, you said something about, Social Security recipients now having to go back to work because of the inflation. Well, just as surely as the COVID crisis took out a bunch of elderly people right on cue for the baby boomers, now that the baby boomers are lining up for Social Security, I think Joe is deliberately causing inflation to keep them on the uh, tax rolls.
2: I don't doubt that one little bit, David. I got to be completely honest. That's something I've said about Social Security for a very long time. They don't care about elderly people. They don't care about people over 70 because all they see with people over 70 are a draw on Social Security and on Medicaid and Medicare. That is 100% true, David. That wouldn't surprise me one little bit. And by the way, right now, I've been paying into Social Security since about 1981. All right? Right now, my guarantee is about eleven hundred dollars a month. Do you suppose I'm going to be able to retire on that, David? No. <laughs> All right, man. Not thanks for the phone. What? Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Uh, the the president of China just recently extended by five years the retirement age.
2: Oh yeah. So. Well- They want to do that, too. Here, i got to run, buddy. Thanks for the phone call. On the way, a little bit more on the economy. Then we're going to do a dive into the FBI. The FBI went to a Hardee's in Wisconsin and arrested Mike Lindell. I'm going to share all the details and John Solomon's two blockbuster reports that are going to blow this thing up on the other side of this break. Hey, it's Rob Carson for Stamps.com. The holiday season has a way of sneaking up on us. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to be ready for the insane holiday season. And if you haven't started preparing for the chaos of holiday mailing and shipping, you're already falling behind. Luckily, Stamps.com has everything you need to make your whole life a whole lot easier. It's the 24-7 post office that you can access from anywhere. No lines, no traffic, no hassle. Stamps.com is your one-stop shop for all your shipping and mailing needs for over 20 years. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses. Get access to the USPS and UPS services you need to run your business right from your computer. With inflation on the rise, every dollar counts. Protect your margins with major discounts on USPS and UPS rates. Up to 86% off. So get ahead of the holiday chaos this year. Get started with Stamps.com today. Sign up with the promo code NEWSMAX for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the page and enter code NEWSMAX. That's Stamps.com, enter code NEWSMAX.
0: BDSS by is sinking. No, 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 don't, uh, look, everybody's entitled to be an idiot. Let's torpedo it and put it out of our misery on November 8th. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: Good morning, a tough day to have the big Inflation Reduction Act event, as they did at the White House, with this number that came out yesterday. Housing, food, all kinds of uh, sectors seeing inflation. Gas. Will,
2: who's ready for the
1: funeral for Joe Biden's economy? Let's party! Prices are down, which was some good news over the
7: last couple of months, but a tough number yesterday. A tough number yesterday. It's interesting because they knew the number was coming yesterday. And, yet yeah, this- and
2: They went ahead and had a party yesterday at your expense, and, uh, and Nancy Pelosi couldn't, uh, she she looked like a bad night at open comedy night. She couldn't get any reaction from the crowd that had been fluffed and paid to be there. Mr.
8: President, thank you for unifying and inspiring a vision of a stronger, fairer, safer future for all.
2: For our- um, Do you, um, just looking around the country real quick here, uh, the inflation and the crime thing and the open border and all that, uh, did anything that she just said resonate with you at all?
8: Our children. Your extraordinary leadership has made this glorious day possible. That's an applause line.
2: It's kind of like standing in front of a bunch of POWs and going, and we are going to supply you with uh, half ration today uh, from the dear leader, from the de- congratulations. And, and Chuck Schumer, of course, used yesterday to once again go after MAGA Republicans, which is going to bite him and the Democrat Party so bad in the arson November that uh, that we're going to have to floss on November the 8th.
1: That's the difference between the two parties in a nutshell. While MAGA Republicans are fixated on their extremist agenda like a national abortion ban.
2: That, that's that's not true, actually. That's a, that's a lie.
1: Democrats are focused on creating jobs, lowering costs, and bringing the country together. And
2: when you're ready to start that, we'll be with you because it's been two years now, and you have done precisely D-word to, to, to reduce the inflation and make the economy better, and it's by design.
1: Yeah. It's
2: by design. As Biden spoke, the Dow lost 1,250 points. <laughs> it's like really really literally he is he is the captain of the britannic and there are people bailing water yesterday nancy pelosi <laughs> tried to bail water to keep it from going down unbelievable unbelievable and then and then uh listen to this the inflation rate uh in august 8.3 up from july wages down 2.8 percent. grocery store prices 13.5 percent from last year biggest spike since 1979 i'd venture to say Oh, it's a hell of a lot worse than that if you've been to the grocery store. And I go to all of them. Price Chopper, Walmart. uh, I I don't go to Target. I'm not a big fan of Target. It's a little too foofy for me. Too many yoga pants there. Anyway, energy prices up uh, 15%, which, uh, yeah, sure, okay, whatever. Uh, the uh, the uh, S&P fell 4% yesterday. Uh, let's see. Let's look at some prices. Uh, the price of ham. I'm not a big fan of ham, but uh, uh, up to 9.2% versus 2.5%. Uh, uh, hot dogs, 18%. Eggs, 39% increase. Bread, 16%. Uh, pickles, who the hell cares? 19.4%. Uh, uh, margarine up 38%. Butter up 25%. Sugar, Fifteen potatoes. Fifteen. Uh, I could go on and on and on. And this just in: fifty-six percent say Joe Biden's inflation is causing hardships, up from forty-five percent last year. Now, wait a minute—that flies in the face of the glorious dear leader. Yesterday, with James Taylor singing the the uh, the great bounty that his policies have uh, have uh, meant to all of us. It's like you're almost being played kind of like they did with COVID and Hunter Biden's laptop and the 2020 election and Russia collusion and all of that stuff. It's like we're being ruled because we are. 24% of respondents have reduced spending, buying less, simply purchasing just essential items. 17% have cut back on vacations, vacations, vacations. While another uh, 17% have reduced gasoline consumption. Oh, I think these are all much worse. And then there's this. A majority of voters say Joe Biden is dividing the country. This according to Breitbart. 60% almost. Uh, Voters express belief that Biden, indeed, is dividing the country during his time in office. 43% versus 43%, a plurality for Democrats. Republicans and independents, a little bit more uh, different. 92%, 93% of Republicans know that Joe Biden is dividing the country. And 64% of independents do. What does that mean? Well, it means coming up in November, barring any uh, intense election fraud, which, by the way, they are going to try and do to us, uh, the Democrats are going to be relegated to the dustbin of history unless they fix themselves. Here is uh, Kellyanne Conway yesterday. She's uh, delightful. Talking about uh, who this uh, economy is really impacting as Joe Biden celebrates with James Taylor on the White House lawn.
8: And we are voting on rising costs and rising crime. Today was very sad. You know, for the first time since February of 1991, we had a devastating number in terms of just the increase for, for lodging, for where people live. Yeah. And it's 40% of the core number. And guess what? You know what we're hearing in Focus Group, Sean? We're hearing that people aren't just worried about gas and groceries. That's a conversation from five or six months ago. Yeah, that
2: was easy. I mean, just not being able to feed yourself was a piece of cake compared to what the economy is today. Now it's insurance, it's utilities, and it's rent.
8: One of the fastest growing new groups of homeless in our country are single moms who have a job. Folks, they're working, they have a job, they're doing the best they can. The job or two jobs in the household is no longer enough.
2: Yeah, but the Democrat Party's saying... You know, these single moms that are homeless now could all been prevented if you just got an abortion. You idiots. How dare you not get an abortion? You know, I mean, for crying out loud, Gavin Newsom's running a new ad that talks about California being an abortion destination. When your state is, uh, is, uh, wants to become an abortion destination, that's when um, you just disappear into the pits of hell. I mean, it's over for humanity when that happens. And I got to tell you, for those who've talked about a division within the country, like, you know, maybe a civil war with the left going one direction and the right going in one direction, uh, I'm completely down with the left having California. Go, it's yours. New York, go, it's yours. Honestly, you abuse the privilege. Illinois, oh, hell yeah. Hellinois, bye bye, Hellinois. You can have it. We won't even fight over it. Just go try your little experiment on your own without anybody holding you back at all. And within a year, you'll be climbing over the border just as millions are doing on our southern border. Here's a little bit more from uh, Kellyanne Conway.
8: But this is what I see in Biden. It's a split-screen presidency. Yeah. He's out there telling us how great everything is, and we know better. We know the metrics. We know our own personal financial situation. Yeah. And, Sean, absolutely, this election is the Biden-Fetterman economy, Biden-Mark Kelly, Biden-Raphael Warnock, Biden, that woman in, in I don't know, Nevada's got three names and no accomplishments, her. <laughs> it's Biden-Tim uh, Ryan. Yeah. They want to distance themselves from Biden. But remember, those who are incumbents, Sean, they have voted with Biden for Build Back Better, and certainly it's Inflation Reduction Act. Every single Democrat voted for something called Inflation Reduction Act, and just today we saw what a big lie that is.
2: Yeah, it's a joke. It's uh, Soviet-era stuff. When you call something the Inflation Reduction Act, and they know as well as you do that it has nothing to do with reducing inflation, and they really thought yesterday, and this is God talking, I really believe it is, this is this is a, a higher power saying, you know, honestly, um, I'm going to show you how wrong this man is. And when Joe Biden goes and he does a big celebration as the economy tanks, that's God winking at you, going, yeah, how well is that working for you? It's kind of like when they do these big climate global warming conferences and they end up getting snowed out. It's karma. God is not on the side, and I I don't want to bring religion, but honestly, you can't as a, well, I'll just say as a Christian, you can't be for what this man is doing to the people. If you are, then hop on the train to hell with California, because honestly... The American people, patriotic Americans, 70% of Republicans, 70% of Democrats, know the country is going in the wrong direction. We, together, are going to save the country. Then we'll work on some of these differences. But as far as this bloody nonsense coming from Joe Biden and the class of 1968, your days are done. Joe Biden will have to be removed from office. There will be a point where after indictments and trials and prosecutions and all of the evidence comes out that people are going to have to look at Joe Biden, the political figure, his family, as corrupt enemies of the people. I believe it because the state has made enemies out of you. Let's go to Victor in Silver Spring, Maryland. Hello, Victor, and welcome to The Rob Carson Show.
9: Thanks, Rob. Well, about this um, pending uh, railroad strike. Yeah. uh, I've been hearing from uh, some of my trucker friends. Oh, yes. um, And I hope they're listening now because I need their their help in a way. Okay. There's an additive that is injected into the exhaust system of all diesel uh, engines. Yes, yes. And one of the ingredients is cow urine, I believe. And I don't know what the other ingredient is. But when you inject this into the exhaust, um, it uh, it turns the exhaust into nitrogen and water. And without this, trucks will not run at all. Okay. So... um,
2: and, 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 and you're saying that you're drug saying drug that, that hold on, no, I, that need you to, I need you to, Victor, if we're going to have a conversation, you got to let me talk. Sorry. Okay. That's, uh, and just say it right, don't talk over me. Nothing against you, bro. I just need to say this. So you're saying that the rail strike could impede the chemical additive. I knew there were additives added for diesel, but you're saying that that additive that is necessary, regardless of whether it's named for cow urine or whatever, is not going to be available. Exactly. All right, that's what I needed to know. Thanks for the phone call. I do appreciate it. Do appreciate it. Oh, and this this is kinda of interesting. Ninety-seven members of Congress or their families bought or sold stock that may have been a conflict of interest. It's like people move to Washington, DC, to spend their entire lives telling us how to live ours, and they get really big, fat, and rich. Isn't that weird? It's just kind of weird. Nearly 100 members of Congress, evenly split. Republican-Democrat bought or sold financial assets that intersected with the work of the committees they sit on. And, of course, Nancy Pelosi, she was worth $120 million. The last three years, she's now worth about $300 million, depending on how you talk to. Yeah, nearly one-fifth of Congress has made trades that would represent a conflict of interest and has sparked a slew of legislation proposals to ban lawmakers from making trades entirely. Let's go to... uh, Now, let's take a break. Let's take a break. Uh, I'm going to get to this new... Two new Durham bombshells. The FBI paid a Russian spy to throw an election verified by the Durham report. And Nancy Pelosi and Democrats threw the Capitol Police under the bus. They knew of a threat from outside elements, not Trump supporters, to sack the Capitol. And they let it happen. Wow. Wow. Fan, meet excrement. Excrement, meet fan. This is The Rob Carson Show.
0: Do you know why we know the 2020 election was stolen? Because we're not stupid. If you count the illegal votes, I easily win. It's The Rob Carson Show.
3: Okay, you're
4: listening there to President Biden at the White House. He's celebrating the passage of the Inflation Reduction Act. He says that he's been fighting big pharma for decades. Um, but there is this unfortunate... Why is
2: it taking you 50 years to not fix everything, you jerkweed?
4: What's screen right now with the Dow taking a total beating down more than 1,200 points. And so it feels like uh, it's hard to be celebratory for some people.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh. Um, Have uh, you ever heard of the uh, the name Wallace Hartley? Anybody? Anybody out there? Uh, I'm a big fan of... the the titanic sinking not i wasn't happy it sank it just i've been uh, following it for years it was one of the first books i read i think it was in fifth grade i read a night to remember and wallace hartley was the uh, the guy who was the band leader on the titanic he was the guy who uh, was dignified enough to actually know that it was over and uh, and to provide comfort for those who were uh, uh, may not make it through the sinking of the ship which was pretty much everybody and they kept playing they just kept playing. They gave they Vivaldi and all this stuff like it wasn't even happening. And, and that's, I would say, uh, the difference between Wallace Hartley and his, uh, his quartet, his string quartet, and the Democrat Party was at least that uh, Wallace Hartley knew the damn ship was sinking. Uh, Wallace hardly knew. He's like, okay, we're done. I think maybe uh, some way, shape, and form Democrats have that. But uh, like movie vampires, they are going to uh, claw and scratch and uh, try to drag everybody into the pits of hell uh, like they always do. I've, I've said this uh, a number of times. This is how Democrats uh, respond. This is how desperates go down. Despots go down, uh, kicking and screaming. Things get really weird right before uh, the end. And that's what's happening. Here's, here's uh, Tammy Bruce yesterday. I think she was on Fox talking about it, about uh, Dems uh, dying like movie vampires. Didn't say it exactly like yeah, I'd have, but uh, it's the same sentiment, by the way.
4: It, the Democrats are desperate. And you see this kind of flailing about, but that's when the left is most dangerous. Oh,
2: yes. Oh, yes, pending rail strike, everybody.
4: Because they generally don't yeah. care anyway, and when they're at the end of their rope, they become berserk. And so this is the berserk. It, it,
2: it, it. 40 uh, Trump um, associates raided by the FBI in the last four days. It's a berserk. Broad, you're, broad warrants for anything to find anything
4: kind of thing and it's funny in like a scary movie way yeah. where you're laughing because you know <laughs> it's such a uh,
2: Yeah, well, uh, Republicans aren't going into the basement when the scary movie starts thought you should know that Whoa. something
4: bad yeah. is going to happen and our you know I figure as an American you know I uh, what I can do since I'm talking and I can't shut up is make sure people have a perspective yeah. that gives them enough tools in their toolbox to make the correct decision uh, because the future matters and right now we got people in charge who don't care about our future.
2: Oh boy! Oh, oh my goodness! Yeah, it, it's just—it's just kind of funny. Um, and and maybe I, I think there's a reason why I'm here. There's a reason why you're here right now. There's a reason why there's a fire in your heart that has been ignited. I came up with the SS Bitanic. Uh, When Joe Biden was inaugurated and I said uh, I made a comparison to the Titanic and I said that when the Titanic sailed, uh, at least several of the coal bunkers were still on fire and they couldn't put them out because, you know, you got to put it out with water. And if you fill the coal bunkers with water, well, you know, you know, they did figure out how to put out the coal fires, but it involved uh, hitting an iceberg. But that said, we're we're the we're the fire in the belly of the SS Titanic. The fire in the belly of the Titanic may have precipitated the sinking. The same is happening here, but a speech in Philadelphia three weeks ago turned it from a smoldering fire into an intense blaze. And this ship is going down. And there's no room on the door for anybody like Joe Manchin or anybody who voted for this insane this insane inflation reduction pack, pack and, and anybody who's down with canceling student loan debt to privilege people paid for by people who are struggling to feed themselves you're going down with your ship there is no redemption for you it's over and if you're gonna get big and ugly we can get big and ugly too and we can say we're done we've had enough last night for the first time I sir I heard a national talk show host talk about Acts of civil disobedience, which I have considered calling it the we the people walk out. I think we might have to work on making that happen. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. We're being brainwashed and believing the only way to grow your money for retirement is to risk it in the stock market. And that's not true. You can reach your financial goals and dreams without taking unnecessary risks. Do you really control your retirement money? If you got a 401K or IRA or a similar retirement plan, the government controls it. I hate to break it to you. They decide how much you can borrow and when you can pay it back, and you'll owe taxes and penalties for taking money out too soon or waiting too long, even though it's your money. And thanks to skyrocketing national debt in Congress that continues to spend like a drunken sailor, who knows how much you'll have to pay in taxes during a retirement that could last 30 years. Bank on Yourself is a better way to grow and protect your hard-earned money. With Bank on Yourself, you get guaranteed predictable growth and retirement income with no luck, skill, or guesswork needed. Your plan doesn't go backwards when the markets tumble. Both your principal and growth are locked in. Let's not forget tax-free retirement. You'll know what your tax rate will be in retirement. Zero under new tax law, which protects you from the coming tax tsunami. And finally, built-in inflation protection. Your money is guaranteed to grow by a larger dollar amount every single year in both good times and bad you can get a free report with all the details on how the bank on yourself strategy adds guarantees, predictability and control to your financial plan. Just go to bankonyourself.com/news. That's bankonyourself.com/news.
0: They called us deplorables. We're
1: not gonna take it.
0: They shut down our country.
1: We ain't gonna take
0: it. They say our thoughts are disinformation. Oh, yeah. This is our response, The Rob Carson Show.
2: You can also listen to The Rob Carson Show podcast. Today's show will feature Robert Davi, who directed My Son Hunter that I saw last night and I enjoyed thoroughly. MySonHunter.com if you would like to... uh get the movie and watch it with you and your family. I, uh, I thoroughly, I really did. I thought it was great. I thought he, the way they did it was a wink and a nod. It, oddly enough, made uh, Hunter Biden into a kind of a sympathetic figure with the uh, with the accent on pathetic. Um, but it was, I thought it was a very enjoyable movie. I really, really do. And even better, it's Robert Dotty and it's got a, uh, a message that the media, the mainstream media, big social media, uh, probably a lot of uh, departments of the government are doing everything they can to shut down and ignore. That makes it even better i know it's verboten it's kind of cool yeah yeah uh we haven't uh, we haven't played uh, this in, uh, in a couple of days this is our new uh, i decided what i'm gonna do since the class of 1968 and i'm not talking about you guys who graduated in 68 it's a metaphor i'm talking about the left leftist Marxists who have sat in faculty lounges uh, mentally masturbating about uh, communism and how it really hasn't been used right. It just, it's really the best form of government, even though it left 100 million dead. You know, And the Marxist class of 1968, they're trying to make their Marxist dream come true. They're in control of the DOJ and the CDC and the HHS and the federal government largely and all that. But you know what? We're going to kick their butts, and what I've decided to do is take some of the anthems of the class of 1968 and turn the lyrics around. Yeah. To poke fun at them and their corruption. This is a Jim
1: Gossett. There's something happening here. Got a press with a brain that's not clear. He's got floods where there used to be hair. Shaking hands when nobody's there. Think it's time to stop. Hey, what's that sound. Five <laughs> <bite>? democrats <laughs> are going down.
2: And they want to take us down. Oh, well, we ain't going.
1: The left is in disarray. November eighth could be a red day. Me, vigilant vote oh, person win big, but we must be aware. A fraud could occur everywhere it's Time to stop, hey, what's that sound? 5 Democrats claps are going down The FBI, as corrupt as they come How do I know, cause I'm not dumb I ain't stupid We must make them pay They weaponized the DOJ, time to stop. Hey, what's that sound? Democrats keep losing ground. Stop. Hey, what's that sound? Their policies will be unbound. Uh, Stop. Right. Hey, what's that sound? Run em out of D.C. town. By the way, you can uh, you can get hey, the song right now. You
2: can hear it on the podcast, which is you to go to NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast. You'll find all the digital platforms. Or so you can go to my Rumble channel at Rob Carson Show and see the video of me uh, playing the song on my show. I know, yeah. Anyway, oh, our FBI, the Federal Bureau of Investigations, a Quinn Martin production, the FBI, which is now uh, pretty much rotten to the core, but its maggot infested head needs to go. So James, Revenge is this uh, pro-abortion terror group, and they have, uh, they have struck a number of, uh, of uh, crisis pregnancy centers around the country. Uh, to date, uh, they have actually came uh, taken credit for 18 of 100 attacks around the country. These are violent domestic extremists attacking crisis pregnancy centers around the country, threatening them, attempting to burn them down, splashing fake blood all over the place, all of that stuff, and our FBI is on it. And they have arrested nobody. Not one single person. Not one single person. Our FBI. Numerous uh, pro-life centers, churches, memorials, persons targeted by the terror group. Yet those contacted by Fox News Digital indicated they have not been informed of any arrests. Any arrest. The FBI wrote that uh, they were investigating a series of uh, attacks and threats targeting pregnancy resource centers. Ooh, is that Mike Lindell at a Hardee's drive through Never mind faith-based organizations and reproductive health clinics across the country, as well as judicial buildings, including the U.S. Supreme Court. You are so full of ungodly, full of crap, it's not even funny. Don't you even know that you are done? They don't. They're going to hurt a lot of people in the meantime. The FBI. Honestly, the butt is off that rose. All of those years, all those years, particularly boomers, you know, being raised to watch the FBI Quinn Martin production, and now you realize it was all a joke. Field agents, okay, I'll give you props, field agents. Thanks for what you do. But honestly, if you set, accepted <laughs> the wholesale raid of Mar-a-Lago and you're a member of that team going into Melania's bedroom, uh, you need to you need to go away. <laughs> you need to lose your. Uh, your uh, badge, you should turn it in. Honestly. And and surrounding Mike Lindell at the Hardys. Uh, any any of those agents, you really should be just ashamed to show your face. I swear to God in heaven. Oh, and then there's uh, Maisie Hirono. She's a nut job member of Congress from Hawaii. And she is literally, I, I'm not kidding. Listen, listen, listen. <clears throat> See, I'm very careful about what I say with regard to how we Kick these bastards out of office. I say that we need to do this peacefully. They need to realize who they're messing with. We need to go to the ballot box. We need to win in November. And if they try to steal this, then continue to attack us in the manner in which they have. Then we're going to resort to other stuff. And they're going to be defensive. And those actions are going to be defensive in nature. And they will be big and ugly. But here is Maisie Hirono, literally, <laughs> like she has any power to call people to arms. She is literally declaring war on those who would disagree with wholesale abortion. She is, listen to her very hollow words because I doubt if she's ever held a gun in her hands.
10: When I hear my colleagues talking about how, you know, it should be states' rights or Uh, government should not be telling us
2: what to do which is how the government was formed Uh, that's that's why we have a representative republic you moron
10: the word hypocrites it doesn't even go far enough to call them out on what they're doing you know
2: like for instance uh, I'm fine with you aborting your baby but when I decide to have a children child it's a life
10: this is an outright attack women in this country that's no, how I
2: see it no it's not because uh, women are not defined by their ability to kill the fetus in their womb generally paid for by a man by the way a lot of the times paid for by a man I mean and, and let's just be honest and maybe things have changed a little bit but I can't tell you how many times I heard people in college you know uh, uh, first was a, a, a dear friend of mine she got pregnant her boyfriend and the father came and, visited her and said, we'll pay for the abortion No, I'm going to have the child. That's what abortion in this country has been about for a very long time. Not saying it's an autonomous men forcing women to do it, but let's face it, abortion is birth control. That's what it's been used at, as. And don't throw anything in my face. I'm the product of a rape for crying out loud. I was put up for adoption, so just shut up right there. Back to Maisie Morano.
10: That is how more and more women and those who support our right to make decisions about our own bodies. That is how we see it. Yeah, but
2: see, no other decision involves another human's body, another spirit, another human being that has the potential to live and breathe like you, unfortunately.
10: And why? Because that's what's happening. Madam President, I yield the floor, but clearly, you know, this is a um, literally call to arms in our country.
2: Okay, hold on. That, That is a, she said literally meaning that it is a call to physical weaponry to fight those who disagree with her listen again now this is
10: a um, literally call to arms in our country
2: all right you bring that go ahead and bring that because you may have the fbi and you may have some irs agents but i'm thinking the lion's share of our military are on our side yeah and then there's Tim Ryan, he's running for uh, for Senate in Ohio, and he said this about killing, killing the MAGA movement, which is, by the way, the Republican Party now.
0: The Democrats aren't right on everything, and I'm willing to sit down and have conversations about how we can move out of this age of stupidity and into an age of...
2: Rec- Caused by Democrats, thank you.
0: ...conciliation and reform. How do we fix all of these broken systems?
2: Joe Biden has been in Washington, D.C. for 50 years, and he's never fixed a single one. Don't act like these problems have never existed until now. You just keep promising and never do a damn thing about it.
0: Some of those answers will come from Republicans. It's not not the extremists that we're dealing with every single day. We've got to kill and confront that movement, but... The- Bring it.
2: Bring it. And here is, I mean, and I, and I do mean this uh, sincerely. This is not an insult. It's just the truth. Hank Johnson is a congressman from uh, Georgia, and he is as dumb, probably dumber than AOC. He not only says that MAGA Republicans, uh, you know, uh, 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 performed an insurrection that is not an insurrection on January the 6th, but those same MAGA Republicans went to school boards, and they're all terrorists.
9: Um, January 6th. 2021 will never be forgotten, an infamous day in American history. MAGA Republicans descended upon the Capitol engaged in an insurrection No, actually
2: there were uh, 14 left-leaning groups that infiltrated the MAGA republicans all stayed to watch donald trump's trump's speech and and then the the people who are planted and brought in uh, and it looks like supervised by the fbi uh, they were the ones who started attacking the capitol before donald trump stopped speaking
9: uh, they occupied the
2: capitol five people were killed that's a lie Hundreds injured. That's a lie. But they were injured by the hundreds during the summer of 2020. And also when uh, Antifa uh, tried to burn down St. John's Church and drove Donald Trump and his family into the presidential bunker.
9: Including hundreds of Capitol Hill police officers.
2: That's a lie. Attacked
9: and bludgeoned.
2: and those Capitol Police officers were help, were left out to dry. Nancy Pelosi uh, knew that there was a threat, an imminent threat, and she never told any of the Capitol Police, not a single one of them. And she also denied National Guard troops that Donald Trump offered up because he also knew that there was a threat imminent infiltrated by left-leaning groups on January the 6th. All right. And for those of you who don't know, this is the same Congressman who said because of our Marines presence on the island of Guam, that their weight would cause the island to tip over.
1: So 24 miles long, about 7 miles wide at the least widest uh, place on the island and about 20, about 12 miles wide uh, uh, on the widest part of the island and um i don't know how many square miles that that is do you happen to know i don't have that uh figure
3: with me sir i can certainly supply it to you if you'd like
2: Uh, admiral robert willard yeah my
1: my fear is that uh the whole island will uh become so overly populated that it will tip over and uh and capsize
2: yeah, um, that uh, yeah, you're you're um, you're an idiot. Yeah, uh, but I but just to be safe, I would evacuate Australia because you know you never know. Let's take a break. You're listening to the Rob Carson Show.
5: Ah, uh, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy.
2: So eventually, every person who has been fired for not taking the COVID jab should have uh, legal recourse to sue those who would uh, have uh, uh, made them uh, lose their careers, particularly in the military. Uh, they need to be uh, re. Uh, reestablished in their position. They need back pay. They need their full retirement. And those who uh, played along with this nonsense need to lose their jobs. U.S. Navy rolled back an order punishing SEALs who refused uh, COVID-19 vaccinations based on their religious beliefs. By the way, the federal government used this as a way they tread all over our religious beliefs with regard to this. They threw it out the window. Nobody was given a religious exemption, and that is Soviet style leadership. On September 24th of 2021, the nation issued Trident Order Number 12, Mandatory Vaccination for COVID-19. This order meant that SEALs were designated as non-deployable if they submitted religious accommodation requests exempting them from the COVID vaccine. All Special Warfare Forces was initially expecting to come into compliance with the vaccine mandate by the middle of October 2021. Um, and now they don't have to do that anymore. The Navy is rescinding its punishment for the SEALs seeking religious exemptions, and those who, uh, uh, who did this to the SEALs need to be punished. Rand Paul had uh, Tony Fauci on the stand yesterday talking about all of the uh, nonsense, kind of a precursor to the what I hope are um, uh, trials similar to Nuremberg trials of those who perpetrated COVID-19 on the American public and on the world including the uh, Chinese government that uh, created it. Here is uh, Rand Paul sharing some audio of Tony Fauci from a few years ago when he said that you don't really need a vaccine if you catch something because your immune system gets that taken care of.
9: Because the best vaccination is to get infected yourself. And so she if, if, not she get re- it. if she really has the flu, if she really has the flu, she definitely doesn't need a flu vaccine. If Actually, she really has the flu. She right. should not get it again. No, she doesn't need it because the, it, it's the be, it's the most potent vaccination is getting infected yourself.
2: Well, that's kind of interesting and not what he said during the last couple of years. Is that the mortality
11: uh, from COVID is very similar, if not less, than, than influenza.
2: Well, that's interesting. Then why do we have to give pharma so much money considering that uh, it really wasn't uh, super deadly unless you had like five comorbidities, including... So when we look at this we wonder You know why
11: you seem to really embrace basic immunology back in 2004 and how you or why you seem to reject it now Well, I don't
9: uh, reject basic immunology senator.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you did actually
9: and I have never denied That there is importance of the protection following infection however, as we have said many times And has has been validated by the authorization of the by the FDA through their committee. Yeah,
2: the FDA is bought and paid for, too.
9: And the recommendation. And the CDC. The CDC through their committee. Bought and
2: paid for. They just actually the latest booster. They never tested on humans, just mice. I'm not screwing with you. That's real.
9: That a vaccination following infection gives an added extra boost. And that film that you showed is really taken out of... Yeah, you
2: know, you're really And I'm going in for my smallpox booster this year. Oh, no, I'm not, actually. Oh, and I had chickenpox, too. See, I don't need the vaccination because I had the chickenpox. Yeah, that's how it usually goes until you're, you know, giving big pharma billions and billions of dollars.
9: As a matter of fact,
2: Reuters fact
9: check looked at that
2: and... Oh, you mean the same Reuters that uh, played everything, played along with all of the nonsense about COVID restrictions? Said-
9: fauci's 2004 comments do not contradict
11: his pandemic actually stance. actually words don't lie if you look at the words behind yeah
2: it, the words don't lie and finally what kind of money did big did big government get from big pharma
11: guidelines for vaccines you know, do any of the guidelines <laughs> for vaccines from the government include previous infection as something to base your decision making on with vaccines do any of the guidelines involve previous infection no that's why you're ignoring previous infection because it doesn't involve any of the guidelines and furthermore We've been asking you, huh. and you refuse to answer yes. whether anybody on the vaccine committees gets royalties from the pharmaceutical companies. I asked you last time, and what was your response? We don't have to tell
2: you. Right. We've demanded them through freedom. You know why? You know why they uh, they didn't tout natural immunity? Because it doesn't cost anything. I've been saying that for a long time. You betcha. Robert Cahaley, American pollster, founder of the Trafalgar Group, talking about Republicans. They haven't made the case for victory. They better do it. He's on the other side. Of this break, you are listening to The Rob Carson Show.
0: If the left tells you to quiet down, get louder. It's The Rob Carson Show.
2: It is The Rob Carson Show, and uh, we got a lot of stuff we need to get to before the end of the show. We are expecting a phone call from Robert Kahaley. Uh, he is the. Uh, uh, American pollster, founder of the Trafalgar Group, and he is saying, and these guys are spot on, uh, he is saying that, uh, you know, Americans are not quite convinced the Republicans are going to turn things around when they become, uh, when they get into office. And I got to tell you, there's going to be a lot of uh, things that need to be said by the Republican Party to get our trust back in government. Uh, because people are very, 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 very angry right now. And you've got uh, uh, the mainstream media, big social media, Democrats. They're all saying that this uh, wave, conservative wave that's coming isn't going to happen. People are really starting to turn things around. And I will tell you that no matter what they say, do not believe them because they have lied to you about every single thing. You cannot believe the same people who said that Hunter Biden's laptop was disinformation. If they touted that story and have not rescinded it, you cannot trust them to say that the Republican wave coming is not going to happen. You see what I mean there? You cannot, when someone repeatedly lies to you, you cannot suddenly think that, oh, they might be telling you the truth. Because the only thing that polls exist for outside of, you know, groups like the Trafalgar group is to despirit you and to make you throw your hands up in the air. And give up, but you know what's really driving the American people this election? I'll just give you a little a little montage, a little montage from Harriet Hegeman, who uh, just destroyed Liz Cheney uh, in a uh, in a primary in the state of Wyoming. This is what Americans are going to the ballot box in November for, and uh, it's not ebbing. We're
6: fed up with Liz Cheney.
2: Well, there is that. But there's also this. We're
6: fed up with the Green New Deal and the socialists who created it. We're fed up with the attacks on our fossil fuel and energy industries. We're fed up with an open border. We're fed up with human trafficking. We're fed up with fentanyl flooding our country. And we're fed up with illegal immigration. That hasn't
2: changed. None of this has changed
6: with critical race theory. We're yeah. fed up with boys competing in girls sports. We're fed up with... Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: But wait a minute. Joe Biden just gave all these uh, union members of the Railroad's $11,000 signing bonus. That'll take care of it, right? Oh, no. We're
6: fed up with the liberal media... Twitter, Facebook, Google, and YouTube for blocking conservative speech. We're fed up with our government and universities censoring conservative thought, canceling debate, and rewriting history. We're fed up with the corruption in the FBI, the Department of Homeland Security, the CIA, the NSA, and the Court.
2: I don't think that's changed. I, I don't think any of that's changed. No. Oh, I am told that we have Robert Cahillie on the phone from the Trafalgar Group. Hello, my friend. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show on the Newsmax Hotline. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Buddy, I'm glorious, and I love what you guys do uh, thoroughly. Um, tell us real quick about your organization, for those who don't know, because we I talk about Trafalgar polls all the time. Uh, tell us about uh, your, your modus operandi when you are conducting polls with regard to what's on people's minds in this country.
7: Well, we operate a lot different than most of the other polling firms. Uh, we start by rejecting about 90% of what the other polling firms do. We often refer to most of the other polling as the uh, Pony Express polling. We don't think they've caught up to modern technology, the way modern people live. Okay. And they're, they're stuck in an old model that doesn't work anymore, and that's why they consistently get it wrong. Uh, first of all, we don't believe in long surveys. Okay. What we find is the number one question we get asked is, how long is this going to take? Yep. And so if you answer, <laughs> oh, it's just 42 questions, it's just click. Yes. You end, you end up inflating the numbers of people who care too much about politics. Yeah. You know, that we live in a country that is not chosen, uh, the leaders are not chosen by the people who think about politics the most. It's chosen by the people who think about politics the least. Yes. And so you've got to get – everybody's got to be included in your poll. Yeah. And so we're big believers in short surveys, uh, no no long, drawn-out uh, pages and pages. Uh, we just don't believe in it. Uh, we try to keep them to five, ten questions at the most. Love it. Uh, second, we don't believe in small sample sizes. You'll never see us try to sell you nonsense, like 400 people or 700 people for a whole state. Uh, a yeah. thousand people. Uh, for a whole state and around 1100 for the whole country uh, wow. is going to keep your margin of error as low as it can be. Yes. And so we believe in that. And we also believe in collection methods that are diverse because people, the way they participate is different. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw, I see one major national survey that does all live calls. Well, if you do all live calls, I'd look really like to know how you're talking. If you're going to ask 35 questions, on a live call, can you tell me one normal millennial or Gen Z who answered that <laughs>
2: I can't. That's I true. That's true. That is exactly true. Now, now you, by the way, in the last six years, your average error rate, about 2.4%, your winner prediction rate, about just shy of 92%. So clearly, you've got your, your finger on the pulse. You're not here like so many other agencies that literally do polls for network television uh, that look for a certain response to despirit. And that's what it is. It's about dispiriting the opposition. You
7: guys don't do that. Uh, let me ask absolutely, you this: Absolutely not. Yes, we always talk about that. But the uh, 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 poll has two purposes: it is it either supposed to reflect the electorate or supposed to affect the electorate? We believe in reflecting. Yes.
2: Yes. Now, um, one of the things that I've heard the last couple of weeks, because Joe Biden had some big victories with uh, bills that he passed through uh, through uh, without uh, against the will of the American people, the Inflation Reduction Act and this uh, trillion dollar bill to wipe away student debt. Uh, And so people like Jen Psaki are saying, oh, yeah, this this big wave of Republicans coming in November is ebbing because things are so going so well, to which I say you're so full of crap and mine's my method is non-scientific by the way i don't know if you ever use that do you think democrats are full of crap probably not a scientific uh, uh you know question but but i don't believe that's the case i think people are still as angry about everything as they have been and still as motivated what are, what are your polls showing about the electorate and what's coming in november
7: well most of the polls what we're showing is uh they've they've tightened uh this you know this is political nonsense these uh games of what's going on in August these the September has already proven to have um, yeah. much closer polls in all these big races mm-hmm. uh, the other thing is what we are finding is people are nervous
0: yeah
7: as much as people didn't they were you know they were called we thought it was outrageous in 2016 what people called deplorable and 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 nasty walmart shoppers and then in 2020 when people were getting canceled uh, are, are docs for expressing political opinions outside of the accepted the norm for the mainstream media. But now now, but now people, Maga Republicans are being declared enemies of the state. I know So I, I think we have a new class of voters coming, and I'm calling these submerged. Okay. They're submerged voters. They're not putting a sign on their yard, yeah. They're not putting a sticker on their car. They're not posting their opinion on social media, Yes, and they're not answering polls. 100%. They are They are. They are are below periscope depth. They are not coming up until Election Day. And I think even our polls that are very good at finding some of these hidden voters, we're missing it. We're going to miss them, too. I think everything that any of us put out, I think in the end the Republicans do better than what any of us are predicting.
2: I do too, and I and I think and I call this determined. People are determined. They're determined. They're, they they are nose down. They're going to avoid all of the noise because they're being con- confronted in every way, shape, or form. We have new evidence this morning that Facebook uh, sent emails to the FBI when people were posting uh, posts about to thinking the 2020 election was stolen. And and some people are saying, oh, that's not possible. Well, yeah, it is. The FBI shut down discussion on Twitter and Facebook with regard to Hunter Biden's laptop. Dear God in heaven, they they now we find out hired Igor Danchenko after firing Michael uh, Steele with regard to the Steele dossier tried to throw the 2016 election so people are determined, they're pissed and they're going, they don't talk to me leave me alone, I don't want to talk to a pollster, I've already made up my mind don't try to convince me otherwise that's the mindset we're talking about now let me ask you this, you've got a new poll about uh, uh, many people saying that the GOP has not made a strong enough case to earn their leadership role tell me what this is
7: all about well I mean, I, I, this, there, there, there's two ways you win an election the other, the party in power gets rejected, and a party gets picked. Mm-hmm. And right now, the reason the Republicans are going to win a lot of races is because people are tired of the Democrats being in charge. Yes. Now, can, can they take – but the problem is the Republicans haven't given an alternative as to what they're going to do, yes. and everything they said they're going to do is nebulous. Yes. we're going to stand for parental rights. Well, what does that mean? I mean, when, we, when there was the contract with America, there were specific things they were going to vote on in the first 100 days. That wasn't neb- nebulous.
2: Yes, and but Kevin, Kevin McCarthy, ne- though, Kevin McCarthy is, they are crafting something and unveiling it. I, I am hearing that. It, it has I, I to come out, that. and it has to come out now, right?
7: Well, and it needs to not be, we're going to stand for parental rights. Like, tell me exactly what you're going to pass. Thank you. Name it, <laughs> yes, because if yes. it if it just is, if it is not a contract with America, but it it is a, um, uh, what we should say? It's a it's a it's a bullet pointed yeah. list of a, of a, yeah, know,
2: like like, know, like we don't want boys we don't want boys competing in girls sports. So, you know things like that. That specific, we don't want CRTs in, in schools. That specific. That's what you're talking well,
7: about. But you said so, you don't want boys in girls sports. Here's what, here's what we're going,
2: going like, to do, yes. What they
7: would, yes, this is yeah. how we will change Title IX to prevent, like, Love it. specifically what law are you changing?
2: That that's exactly right, and I and I I hope they do that. I hope that do that soon. I remember the Contract of America in 1994, uh, and it essentially it lost both houses of Congress uh, to Republicans for the first time in 40 plus years. I was writing for Rush Limbaugh at that point, and I have no doubt that he had a major impact on that election. But the Contract of America with America certainly did as well. So you're saying that's what people need to hear right now? Yes. Um, what, uh, let me ask you this. Um, what do you have planned and, and where do you, where do you get, when you come up with questions that you want to ask people, where, where do you find, uh, the, uh, how do you get your fingers on the pulse of the American people when you ask these questions?
7: Uh, I'm, I'm a little lost by that question.
2: Well, I mean, when you come up with questions, when you're asking people, um, sorry, instance, has the GOP uh, proven to you that they um, have they have they made a strong enough case to get your vote? Where, where, how do you come up with a methodology to create a question and get a response?
7: Well, a lot of the questions are just ideas that a group of us you know come up with, and gotcha, and then you know the methodology. If it's a state or a federal, we just make sure that we do it. Um, a national random sample of the voters. You will never hear nonsense of us using online panels. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. you think you got to be weird to answer thirty questions, how weird do you got to be to be the guy who sits around in his own online panels to take polls? <laughs> do you know any normal people who do that? Yeah. And one other thing,
2: if I may, and we got to wrap things up here, uh, and and uh, Tra- Trafalgar Group, I, I love what you guys have done. I've been following for years, uh, Robert Cahale. Um, You know, you're going to issue your own death sentence if you're wrong as a pollster and uh, and the, your clock gets clean. That's why I'm impressed with your uh, your prediction ratio, because why would you want to be a tool of propaganda for the government when you're going to, you know, if you're completely wrong, you lose credibility. And I, and I think that's one thing that you guys, obviously, your main concern, is that, you know, you have to maintain your credibility. You have to reflect. Well, that's exactly right.
7: And so I always kind of grimace when people call us a Republican policy. Yeah, I might be Republican. But if you think I'm going to predict Republicans are going to want to race and get it wrong... Yeah. then you don't know me, my competitive nature very well. <laughs> yes,
2: yes. Well, listen, I, I, we have to run, uh, we're running a little long here on this break, but Robert Galey, I, I see you all the time on TV. I appreciate what you do, and I just consider it a wonderful opportunity to have you on the show, and I hope we can have you on before the election and after the election as well.
7: All right, sounds good. We'd love to do it.
2: All right, my friend. Uh, have a glorious day. Godspeed, God bless, and uh, we'll talk again soon. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show.
0: 60s we had lbj now we have fjb it's the rob carson show
2: the uh, Democrat Party has already made its bed, and they're lying in it, and they have created misery for so many people. Uh, it is obvious everything from the southern border to uh, economic policy to spending to inflation to energy uh, dependence. Uh, once again, I could go on and on. American, The American people are suffering, and that's not going to go anywhere, uh, despite what Jen Psaki or uh, Tange Brown-Jackson, no, that's no, sorry. She's the Supreme Court Justice. I always get because they have the initials. Corinne Jean-Pierre. KJP versus KBJ. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Anyway, so, uh, you know, they can say all they want, but we know the suffering we see. And one of the things that we're seeing is children dying, being murdered by China. And they are. And I, and I said this uh, months ago said these aren't drug ODs that are happening. 108,000 kids dying in this country of drug overdoses. It's not drug ODs. There's not strung out people hanging out on a street corner in Portland, although many of them are dying. But there are kids who literally are just looking for a Percocet or an oxycodone, you know, including a 15-year-old girl who overdosed on fentanyl and died on the floor of her high school bathroom. Bernstein High School, Hollywood, 9 o'clock last night. Here's a little bit of the story of a 15-year-old girl who died uh, unceremoniously, I should say, on a bathroom floor.
12: Glenn School just ended for the day, but there were uh, crisis counselors on hand, grief counselors as well to assist students and staff members throughout the day. Now, we heard from the district superintendent earlier today, and he vowed that they will get to the bottom of this investigation. He says they'll find the person responsible.
2: When is the last time you heard a damned thing from Joe Biden or any of these corruptocrats in Washington, D.C. about fentanyl coming across the border? Why in the hell? are they not doing anything about this
12: for these overdoses and death an unimaginable tragedy two 15 year old students the victims of suspected fentanyl overdoses one survived
7: the other one unfortunately having perished
12: at this school in the coldness of a
6: bathroom
12: floor. Students expressing shock that someone so young has lost their life over suspected counterfeit pill. A student that was 15 year old and not having her life, that's sad. It was a concerned parent who arrived at the school around eight o'clock last night since he had not heard from his stepdaughter. He found the teen suffering from an apparent overdose on campus, but conscious. She told him her friend had OD'd in a bathroom. Authorities believe the students purchased pills they thought were Percocet at this nearby park.
2: Have you had a talk with your kids have you had the fentanyl talk? I know it's ridiculous, right? When I was in uh, middle school, high school, uh, it was not uncommon for kids to try uh, what was called speed. And, and that's essentially what uh, you know some of these HD, ADHD meds are. They're speed. And so the kids, you know, they want to try some speed, keep them awake in class, whatever. And they say they, they look for a Percocet or Oxycodone or something like that to get a little high. And they buy them uh, from somebody in a park or somebody online and they get it and they die. And they die. And the fact that this administration is so tone deaf that they would support an open border knowing that this is flowing in and killing millions. It will kill the potential of killing millions. Dosages enough to kill the United States population over and over again. Have a talk with your kids about it. And vote these SOBs out of office in November. There you go. Let's come back and wrap things up in just a second. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. i got a bit of bad news to cul-de-sac dwelling soccer moms who wear yoga pants and drink cheap Chardonnay out of a Yeti when they go to Target. Uh, The founder of Franzia Vineyards has passed away. Fred Franzia was 79 years old. I believe there are 34 glasses in every box of glorious Franzia. Uh, I have put back some Franzia in my day. I don't anymore. I like to say that because it's aged in a box, it's technically aged in oak because, uh, you know, cardboard's made of wood. So there you go. God bless him. God rest him. Have a glorious day, guys. I'll see you tomorrow for a big old TGI. In the meantime, God bless you and and your family and the unborn and our first responders and our military. And until tomorrow, don't don't catch the stupid. I'll see you then.